This episode of Proper English is brought to you by Word Order and the idiom, every cloud has a silver lining. We all know what adjectives are, don't we, Dave? Well, I guess so, Ali. An adjective is a word that describes a noun. Mm -hmm. A big dog, a black cat, a fast car, and so on. Simple, yeah? But if I gave you a series of adjectives to describe a noun, would you know how to put those adjectives in the right order? Well, again, I guess so. A big old dog, a beautiful black cat, a fast sports car. Like that, I suppose. Perfect. But how did you know? Dunno. Never really thought about it. Exactly. Oh. What if I told you there was a correct order into which you should always put your adjectives? And it's not something we native English speakers are taught. It's just, I don't know, innate. What? You mean we just know? Yep. Spooky. I know. Of course, I was just acting. I knew about this all the time. I was convinced. <laughs> I bet you were. In fact, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you will have seen that on Sunday I set a task for our followers. Oh, yes, you did. That was my idea, wasn't it? Certainly was, Ali. And what a splendid idea it was too. Thank you. You're welcome. And when I described your idea just then, I was kind of conforming to the first rule of adjective order. But we'll come to that later. Intriguing. I know. So, anyway, we were out walking in the forest, bouncing ideas off each other for proper English. And I came up with the idea of word order, because I've been talking to a couple of my students about this very thing. And I thought, because we haven't used Instagram or Facebook for ages... Since Halloween, in fact. Why don't we revive it? And set a question or a task and see what our followers come up with. Right, so using a picture I took in Soho of a gorgeous old Porsche. And together with the photo, you set a task, didn't you, Dave? I did, Ali. The task was arrange the following adjectives to describe this car. Mm -hmm. Blue, classic, sports, German, fibreglass, beautiful, streamlined and little. At this point, I should give a shout out to Misha from Russia, who really got into this. Well done, Misha. Misha even wrote a little poem to go with this, which I might read out later. Awesome. And together with some of our English Facebook friends, who had a number of conflicting ideas about how the order should run, but thank you to Southern, Jim, Dominic and Joss. Now, rather than tell you guys that you were successful or unsuccessful, you all did pretty well, by the way. Maybe it's better if we just run through the rules of adjective order. In the task that we set, we only gave you eight adjectives to arrange. Only eight. We were slacking. In actual fact, up to ten can be used. But this would be in exceptional circumstances. Should we go through them then? Eight or ten. Well, let's start with the eight words we supplied and go from there. What do you say? I say, OK, ready, let's do it. 
So when we're describing something, adjectives that describe opinions... In this case, beautiful. Because it was a beautiful car. And you don't even drive. I know. Weird, right? Anyway, adjectives like beautiful tend to be used ahead of the factual adjectives, like colours, for instance. So we'd say a beautiful blue car, but we would never say a blue beautiful car. No. Not ever, because it simply sounds wrong. Wrongity wrong, wrong, wrong. Also, to go back to my description of your idea as splendid, Thank you. I was obeying this rule of opinion. So you were. Good this, isn't it? Next, after opinion-based adjectives, we would use words that describe size. Big, small, tall, or, in our task, little. So, we'd say a beautiful little blue car. Exactly. But never a blue beautiful little car, because that would be... Wrong. Exactly. We're building up a picture here, aren't we? What's next in the queue? Well, this is where it gets a bit complicated. At least it got a bit complicated for me, anyway. How come? Well, the next adjective in the list should be related to shape, and I'd made that quite difficult for myself, hadn't I? I could hardly use car-shaped, could I? Ah, that would be a bad idea, as opposed to a splendid one. <laughs> so, I went for streamlined. That works for shape. I think so. Of course it does. Right, so, now we're describing a beautiful little streamlined blue car. Where do we go from here? Next we use adjectives related to the age of the object. Mm -hmm. Young, old, etc. So even though I'm not really a car person, I'm pretty sure that the car we're talking about can be characterised as classic. So that's what I went for. It's a beautiful little streamlined classic blue car. Except mm. that doesn't sound quite right, does it? No. If we were only using five adjectives, I think it would be better if we used classic next to the noun, as in a beautiful little streamlined blue classic car. It definitely works better there, doesn't it? Well, yeah. That's because when you have a number of adjectives describing a noun like we have, the adjective right next to the noun is often the one that describes its purpose. Ah, and in this situation, the word classic works when describing its purpose as well as its age. And it simply moves the colour further up the list. As it is, though, we've got the purpose of the car in our list. And that purpose is... Sports. Exactly. So, if we add the word sports into the mix and move classic back into the age category, we end up with... Oh, beautiful little streamlined classic blue sports car. We do. This is really shaping up as a sentence, isn't it? OK, so next in the sequence would be adjectives related to origin. So, Martian... Welsh, or wherever this car comes from. Germany. Ah, so this beautiful little streamlined classic blue German sports car. And the last adjective left is material. That is, what the car is made out of. And I had to do a bit of research on this because, as I have mentioned before, I'm not really a car person. I can attest to the fact that Dave is no petrol head. And your research revealed what, exactly? Well that the car is made out of many different kinds of material. Steel, aluminium, glass, 
But it's highly likely that the body is made of GFP. What's that when it's at home? Glass fibre plastic, apparently. Mm. But I'd never heard of it. That makes two of us. But I had heard of fiberglass. So we ended up with a beautiful little streamlined classic blue German fiberglass sports car. Ta-da! And the other two categories of adjective are... Firstly, words that talk about the physical quality of the object, like rough, smooth, thick, for instance. And that one should go in between size and shape. So I guess you could call it a... Beautiful, little, sleek, streamlined, classic, blue, German fiberglass sports car. If you wanted, I Mm. guess. But I probably wouldn't add that one in. Neither would I bother with the second one, which is associated with type. But if you were to use it, you would sandwich it in between whatever the thing is made of and the purpose. Beautiful, little, streamlined, classic, blue, German fiberglass, four-wheel drive, sports car. But to be honest, no one would ever put nine or ten different adjectives in front of a noun, would they? Two adjectives are fine. Three or four would be more than ample. There's much, much more to word order, and I'm pretty sure we'll return to it in a future episode. But now it's time for Idiom of the Week. I was chatting with my student, Hermes, last week, and I used an idiom he'd never heard before. Can't remember exactly what we were talking about. I think it was the pandemic. As you can imagine, it's a subject that we return to again and again when we're talking to people all around the world. Can't really avoid it, can we? Anyway, we were speculating as to whether or not anything good could come out of the difficult situation many people in the world are dealing with right now. Because every cloud has a silver lining, right? Ah, less pollution could be one. The waters of Venice's canals are clear, apparently, because of this. And they say that elephant populations are recovering in South Africa. Oh, and it seems that book sales in the UK have rocketed. People have sought solace in literature. See, these are all good things that have come out of a bad situation. Every cloud has a silver lining. But where does the idiom come from, Dave? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ali. The idea of a silver lining to a cloud was first coined by the poet John Milton in his poem Comus, a mask presented at Ludlow Castle, in these very lines. Was I deceived? Or did a sable cloud turn forth a silver lining on the night? I did not err. There does a sable cloud turn forth a silver lining on the night and casts a gleam over this tufted grove. Other poets and writers used this metaphor once Milton had. He was a real trendsetter, that Milton, and they often referred to Milton's clouds when writing of good things that had come from bad situations. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. As always, we hope you've enjoyed listening in on our conversation. And please, make sure you rate and review us on your favourite podcast app. It helps us get noticed. It would be perfect if you recommended us to a friend. Or a family member. Or a fellow student. It makes us so happy when we get new subscribers. Mm, The more the merrier. We also love getting feedback, so why not get in touch? 
touch. Tell us what you would like us to talk about in future episodes. But how, Ali? How? Well, our email address is properenglish, or one word, at sapo.pt. Or you can go to Instagram or Twitter or Facebook if you have them. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English. It was a lively little car with streamlined lines and bluish colour. The car was made from fibreglass, which was produced by Prussian Hermann.